0: Senior Bowl's almost here. What do you look for, particularly at the, the DB position? Eric's going to walk us through evaluations at this particular practice and ballgame setup. Then Christian Watson, what does he bring? What does he have to show down there? And then a little bit of news how it affects both Georgia and Alabama with the transfer of Burton. We're going to get into all that and more here on Lockdown NFL Draft. <laughs>
1: Our Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Locked On NFL Draft Show. I'm your host, former NFL and NFL defensive back Eric Crocker, and as always, I'm joined by my guy Ryan Tracy from Rogue Analytics. At Ryan Tracy NFL on Twitter if you want to find him. And we want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Right now, man, we're getting straight into it. And we want to talk about like well, what are we looking for at the senior bowl, especially from you know the wide receiver and cornerback positions. Those are two of my favorites. And really, it's two of Twitter's favorites when it comes to one-on-ones, right? Like everybody on Twitter waits for those, all those videos, those phones out, all the clips that come out from one-on-one showdowns between the wide receiver and cornerback. And I'll say this, one, kind of rule of thumb, the receiver probably should win like 70% of the time. It's like, come on, man, there's no pass rush. The quarterback gets a chance to kind of just sit back and pick the spot that he wants to throw to. But for me and what I'm looking for is really just all the things that go into playing the cornerback position, not even so much the result of it, and, obviously, it's great to see a pass breakup. It's great to see an interception or whatever happens. But I'm looking at how does a guy move? How does he compete? I think that's the first and foremost thing. Like, how does he compete? You know, uh, is he scrappy? You know, how is his technique? You know, I, I can – I don't care about, the, okay, this guy catches his touchdown in one-on-ones. I don't care about that. Is the guy fluid? What does the feet look like? What does the change of direction look like? Because in one on one, you you can't hide those things. You either have it or you don't, and you can't hide behind the scheme, which we see some of these schools that just play this off cover four and guys just sit back and everything is safe. You can't hide behind the scheme now, right? It's wide in the open, and I get to see all the little things that I'm looking for. Now, one thing about you know receivers too, because you know I talked about the cornerbacks. But the receivers, one thing I'm looking for is how do they win? You know, I think everybody, they they hear the receiver position and everyone thinks that you have to win with separation. You have to win with routes. And it's like, uh, no, some guys win in different ways. Some guys win – with just speed, being able to get on top of someone. Some guys win with size, yep. understanding how to, you know, box guys out and utilize their frame and extend their arms. You know, are they catching the ball away from their body? You know, uh, so I, there's this question that's been going around on Twitter, and it's like, you know, what what's the uh-huh. what's the first thing you look for when you know you see a receiver? Like, what's the first trait you're looking for? And to me, it's just how do they win, and do they win that way consistently? Then I'll figure out everything else
0: as they go. See, you're, more, you're going to be way more technical than I am. For me, I just want to tr- cross off some of the basics. You know, do you cross over his feet when he's in man, especially for those guys, like you said, they're used to playing deep zones and don't have to necessarily do that. But for me, it comes down to the physicality part. The thing that I think you get challenged with here, especially for the The vast majority of guys that come to play in this ballgame. So, what do you do once you're in contact for the receivers? Are you able to slightly bend and try to stack that DB so that you're in position to receive that pass? For the opposite, are you able to counteract what they're doing? Maybe redirect, not necessarily like jam a guy into the ground because you got to let them play some. They're going to make sure that you keep moving. I just want to see who has the subtleties to play physical in contact at the next level without, you know, getting flags. or or honestly getting tossed aside, getting burnt. For me, it's also about when you have to turn and go, because I'm going to compare all your measurables. When I get you through the athletic matrix and I figure out what all of it means together and put all the algorithms together, I'm going to have my scores. I need to see it and see if that matches up with what I see on the field. And for a lot of guys, this will be the only opportunity that I get to see in person. So that's going to be key for me.
1: You know, I think that's a big part of, with it, and, I, and I'm glad you said that because a lot of people that you know lean a little bit more on the numbers and analytics, you know, they let that determine how much they like or dislike a guy, as opposed to kind of marrying them together and kind of seeing how they match. You know, okay, I see this on film, and, and these are his numbers, but does it match with how he plays? You know, that's going to be like you know, Kobe Bryant that's out there, uh, from Cincinnati, you know, guy that won the Thorpe Award, but I think. His speed and how fast is he? How twitchy is he? How, you know, he's changing direction. That's going to be something that a lot of people are going to be looking forward to seeing, especially for a guy who, you know, a lot of you they play some off coverage and didn't do a whole lot of pure man coverage. I think he has the ability, I think he has the skill set. He definitely has the playmaking ability. But are it, it, what we see on the field is that going to match with what you see with your numbers? That's something I'm excited to dive into. And we're going to dive into much more. Especially some receivers, a smaller school receiver, North Dakota State, Christian Watson. What's intriguing about him? What have I seen from him? And what am I looking forward to seeing from him at the Super Senior Bowl? We're going to get to that and much more next. Hey, lockdown NFL draft fans. This is your host, Eric Crocker. And I'm here with an incredible app that everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called Get Upside. And our listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app right now in your App Store or Google Play Store and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN for $0.25 per gallon or more on your first fill-up. Cash back. Don't pay full price at a pump ever again. Don't do it anymore. Get cash back right now by getting GetUpside. All right, again, download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN for $0.25 Per gallon or more back on your first tank. Some people that drive a lot, man, they are making as much as two to three hundred dollars back per year in cash back. And get this, guys, there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out at any time using your bank, PayPal, eGift card, Amazon, or any other brands that you use. Again, so just right now, download the free. Again, it's free. Get outside app. And use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. That's promo code TOUCHDOWN. Also, I want to tell you about our friends at Bet Online, And, you know, they want to wish you a happy betting new year as they continue to march through the playoffs right now. You got the conference championship games going on. The 49ers, are you going to take them plus three and a half against the Rams, the team they beat? Twice this year, you know, 65% of the time, teams that sweep a team during the regular season, they win in the postseason as well. So that might be a smart bet for you, all right? And the place for you to bet is definitely BetOnline. It remains the number one spot for all of the sports wagering action for 2022. New year and new updated desktop and mobile website. To sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, just use the pro promo code locked on. To get started, all right? From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of this amazing offer that's available throughout 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. That's BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Ryan. So Christian Watson, receiver at mm-hmm. a North Dakota state. Big guy, 6'4", 200 plus pounds, and I don't know right. how much you watched of Trey Lance. Obviously, I watched a ton of Trey Lance, the 49ers draft on number three overall. But every sure. time I saw a I couple turned, of games,
0: and <laughs> right, every <laughs> time no you, you might, he
1: was there, he was there. All right, so just kind of your initial reactions, or just kind of maybe some of the things you've seen from him on film, and what maybe our listeners can be uh excited to maybe see when they turn on the TV, they turn on NFL Network, and see this guy flying around the field at the senior ball practices.
0: Yeah, I'm really intrigued by that too because I wasn't watching for him obviously and I only did a couple of games of, of Lance uh because he didn't end up on a roster that I have to really track. But what he stood out, he was got put on my watch list as a guy that stood out physically obviously he's he's dominating size, but I thought that he moved pretty fluidly for that size yeah. and I thought that he was able to change his direction it seemed inconsistent to me. That's one of my notes that I need to see more. Like I need to see him drop his center of gravity and come off yeah. and make that cut. That's what I'm looking for. Um, again, o- only seen about three games and wasn't watching for him. But I think when you get there and you're coming from that program and you have that kind of physical presence, they're going to have obviously a levered a- leverage aspect on you. Shorter DBs are going to be able to get in your chest. If you're going to play tight in the one-on-ones in particular, it's going to be about, can you drop your level? Can you get to that that plant foot? That's what I'm looking for. But what's the harder part for a guy that size when you're coming up against guys that are, you know, wiry a little quicker maybe out of their breaks?
1: I mean, that, that, is, that is the tough thing for those guys that are taller longer. You can kind of see their movements coming. So a lot of people aren't enamored with the big receiver. Oh, I want the 6'3 guy that's 220. And for me, I'm like, yeah, please draft that guy because those are the guys that I enjoy covering. Now, the tough thing with Christian Watson <laughs> – When you watch him, is, okay, yeah, he's a a big guy, but he's blazing. I mean, I've heard that he runs 4-3. If he does, Mm -hmm. that matches what I've seen on film, even if it's low 4-4s. I do believe he's that type of guy that could fly around. And, you know, I asked you a little bit about what you've seen, you know, just from the little bit that you've watched of Trey Lance. But, you know, when I was watching Trey Lance, which I pretty much saw every single game that he played in Mm -hmm. college and really every throw, it was Christian Watson that continuously – Jumped out time and time again at all levels, whether it was slant routes, post route, goal routes, uh, contested catches, uh, you know, back in the end zone, have to get one foot down, uh, being able to outrun guys. I mean, jet sweeps and getting around the corner and outrunning mm. guys. And it was clear to me, I'm like, man, is this guy, so you know, he doesn't look like he belongs at the FCS level because the way he's defeating these guys that he's playing against is child's play. So that takes me into what I want to see from the senior bowl. The way that you Mm -hmm. were able to really explode on the scene at the FCS level, are you going to be able to do that in Mobile, Alabama? When you line up and there's a Kobe Bryant, uh, you know, across from you or, you know, Gregory Jr., the kid from – uh OBU, Wachita Baptist, Division II school. You know, when you're playing against some of these guys, do you stand out the same way that I saw you stand out at the FCS 1AA level? And, you know, you talked about dropping the center of gravity, dropping his weight. Something Sometimes those are harder for guys that are that long-legged like he is. But, mm-hmm. okay, maybe you don't win with being able to drop your weight. How do you win? And I think when it comes to him, that's what I'm going to be looking for on a consistent basis. I think the one thing too, and, and again, this is my first time going to the Senior Bowl, and I, I, I want to see how, how does he look in the drills, right? Because on TV, they show one-on-ones, and that's exciting and all. But when he's going through drills, what does it look like? You know, his feet, like you said, dropping his, his weight, dropping his center of gravity, uh, you know, getting in and out of his breaks, changing direction. Like, I want to see in drills how it looks, and then – how that transfers over to one-on-ones and the game. That's just kind of the icing on the cake, but it's everything that happens uh, during the week that I really want to see most, especially from him, a guy who I believe can really help his draft stock a lot at the senior bowl. Well,
0: I'll tell you the other thing that I really want to see from, from him in particular, but of the smaller school guys, especially when you're going up against, you know, FBS, SEC schools, especially when you get some of that is you're used to carrying yourself at that level as though, like you're you're the six foot four monster, right? Right. All of a sudden your level of competition has jumped up. I want to see when you're not the guy that's in the rep, when you're in line, when you're there, are you are you present? Are you quiet? Are you able to make that leap? Are you able to have the confidence to go in and fight for that release? So the releases all week long, all practice long are going to be important for him, in my
1: opinion. If- that's gonna be exciting to see. We're gonna get into all that and more uh next week at the senior ball. But first, we want to talk to you a little bit about our sponsor. What's up, everybody? I know, man. New year, new me. And it's a new year, so you know what that means. New year's resolution. And if yours is about getting fit, which most of us are, and eating healthier, we're trying. Make sure you include a built bar into your plan. Our right, Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes more like a candy bar and maybe even better than a candy bar. You know, Built Bar, that makes it easy to stick to your New Year's resolution because it tastes so good, and you'll want to eat it, unlike those protein bars that can be chalky and waxy and taste like a chemical pill. You know, you want to eat healthy, but we know it gets boring. And by, like, week three, you might be thinking, man, this is just not worth it. Where is my chocolate? Well, I'll tell you where your chocolate is. Your chocolate is a Built Bar, and it's covered with 100% real chocolate. In most built Bars, they contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. And here's an idea for all of you. I know, just like me, we have our secret stashes, whether it's in our desk, whether it's in your pantry, uh, your car, your you know the glove box. Maybe it's in your purse if you're a female. Listen. All those candies and snacks that you have stashed in those spots, throw those all away and replace it with a built bar, which is an incredible snack that is much healthier for you. And even if you're not into working out, I'm trying to get back into working out, but it's hard. At least eat something that tastes good and is much healthier for you. Extremely delicious built bar, and you can almost count that as a workout. All right. There's so many flavors as well. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, and salted caramel. Those are my two favorite. You got mint brownie and many, many more. In fact, built is always coming out with new limited flavors all the time. So check out the website built.com and check back often. All right, go to built.com, use promo code lock15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code lock15 for 15% off at built.com. So, Ryan, man, uh, there was some big news that came out a couple of days ago. And, you know, we talk about the draft, and right now we are really focused on the 2020 class, 22 class, excuse me. But there is this receiver that transferred from Georgia to Alabama, and it goes by the name of Jermaine Burton. And this is a guy who exploded on the scene. I mean, I watched him in 2021 season, and, you know, he went crazy. I was watching him live against – I believe it was uh, Mississippi State. And he went for, he had eight catches for almost 200 yards. And I'm like, who the heck is this kid? <laughs> who is this kid making all these special plays all around the field? Then he played against Alabama. He made some plays. Four catches, 58 yards, and a touchdown. I'm like, I, you know, Pickens, he, he's the guy that we hear the most about coming out of Georgia. Who no, knows this guy, Tremaine Burton. Yeah. Tremaine Burton, and he was, a, he was a true freshman that year. I'm like, man, he's only going to get better. Well, 2021 season comes, and it's just pretty even the whole, the whole time to the point where somebody with his type of talent and ability, you want to see him take that, that next step. He really had about the same amount of catches as he did as a true freshman without having pickings playing alongside him. And right. the yards, pretty much the same as well. So it's like, where's the impact? So I, I, I get it. You have a, a team that's you know predicated on running the rock, Leaning on the run game, they had terrific running backs at Georgia with White, who you know we've been talking about, James Cook. Can't wait to see him at the Senior Bowl. But the forgotten person in this offense was Jermaine Burton. So he said, you know what? Your guy's offense is predicated on this. I'm going to figure out a way to help improve my drag stop for the future. And he's transferring him he to the transfer portal, and he's heading over to Alabama. And now right. he goes for playing with Stetson Benton, who obviously they just won a national title. Awesome. But we yeah. know he's not that high profile quarterback week in and week out that's really going to help a receiver stack his numbers. So he heads over to Alabama, and now he gets to play with Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young and put his talent yeah. on display there. Where, you know, we've seen uh, a few guys transfer from Alabama, but the guys that did kind of go there, John Mechie had a terrific uh, career there, he's headed to the NFL. But Jameson Williams, a guy who is at Ohio State. We've talked about him potentially being a first-round pick even after tearing his ACL. I don't know what happened to Ohio State for him to have, like, 15 uh, total t- catches in two years and then transfer to uh, Alabama and have the season that he had. But that boosted his draft stock, and that's going to be a guy that we're talking about day one, potentially early day two. I think mm-hmm. Jermaine Burton, a guy with big-time ability, that hasn't really been able to showcase it. I think he's thinking ahead, too. He's thinking for the draft. 2023.
0: Absolutely. And he's got a couple of factors. It makes a lot of sense to me if I'm trying to advise him for what's best for his career, because there's things on both sides. A, with Stetson Bennett as the quarterback, we know that Daniels isn't going to be there any longer either. I believe he entered the portal. They're not going to change their offense. It's going to be run heavy. They're going to replace those running backs because they got them about 18 deep at Georgia. They're going to focus on the tight ends. I don't know that there's going to be a bigger target opportunity at Georgia for the wide receiver position. Pickens didn't even get that many targets, to tell you the truth. So when you look on the flip side, you have a perfect example in in Jameson Williams walking in in one season and being able to pick up the offense, which is the one thing that I would be concerned about is how much mental aspect is there that you have to learn to jump into that offense. But they're losing Williams. They're losing Mechie. There is a lot of high-powered offense with the, the most dominant coach in all of college football, and the high school. There's just too many things stacked up at Alabama that makes it too enticing to go and think that you can go in there. And if you work hard, learn that offense, you should be successful.
1: Yeah. Now, there are a lot of people who are kind of giving them crap a little bit. And we know how fans can get about their colleges, and they almost get possessive with the players. And he's taken a lot of backlash so far. So what do you think about a guy who wins a national title and then kind of goes to the – the, the boogeyman, the team that you've been trying to you know <laughs> beat, you finally slay them, and you lose one of your more talented players to that university.
0: You know, I, I it is tough. And I have I have family that are Georgia fans. So I I have heard all of this from the other perspective as well. And it, it be it comes down to this are you helping your former university more? Or are you helping yourself more? What is your goal at that point? You've put time into that program. If he was somebody that you know got buried or was hurt or was out of the picture, was not involved in the offense, maybe you could say that, hey, you weren't quite enough in it. You didn't, you didn't put yourself into that process. But that's not the case. We've seen him be there. Maybe it's just run its course and a change of scenery, much like we see in the professional leagues, is just what's best for everybody to continue to move forward in the direction that they want to go. That includes the Georgia football team. They want to focus on their younger guys, on their tight ends. They want to be able to evolve that way. If he's not part of it, why not? Thank you for your time in Athens. I'm gonna move over and go to Tuscaloosa.
1: Yeah, you talked about some of the other guys and the young tight ends, man, and uh, Brock Bowers. That's definitely a guy who we'll be talking <laughs> about soon. We got we're a couple of years away from that, but we're only a couple of days away from the Senior Bowl, and we will bring you all of the Senior Bowl coverage. Live and direct. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Eric underscore crocker at Ryan Tracy NFL. And from there, man, we will be posting videos, clips, everything you need to know about what's going on at the Senior Ball. All right. Uh thank you for making us your first listener today. And for your second listener today, go ahead and listen to Locked On 49ers or listen to Locked On Chiefs with Ryan Tracy. But that's it for this episode. We appreciate everybody uh Tuning in, listening in, we will check in with y'all live from Mobile, Alabama. Peace.